Welcome to the Two Ghouls Podcast. I'm Katie, and this is my lovely co-host and cousin... Sam. Really? What? Like, I don't believe that shit. Oh. They photoshopped their grave, oh. and they did it for months. Oh, hell no, I'm not looking at that. Oh, hell no, I'm not looking at that. Wow. Until they got King Eddie, Michelangelo. I literally have a picture on my computer screen right now. It's fucking real, dude. <laughs> Hello! Oh my hey. god, I got a shot here. How's it going? How's Good it to going, see you. Boy? Oh my god, my shoes right there in the background. <laughs> On the floor. <laughs> you can't see it, but I have an entire pile of dirty clothes to just my right. <laughs> so don't feel bad. Mood. Yeah, Mood. Bro. Well, welcome to the Two Ghouls Podcast. We're welcome. your hosts. Welcome. I'm Katie. This is my lovely co-host and cousin, Sam. Samuel. Yes, that's me. <laughs> Samuel. And uh, we got a great episode for you guys today. We worked pretty hard on it, and we've been looking forward to this one for quite some time. Sam's yeah. been coming up with some fun ideas for the podcast, and this <gasps> is one of them. Phobias. Yeah phobias Ooh, so let me pull excited up for this one. thank you to the lesson boundary for sponsoring today's episode we appreciate you yes anyway yeah and the lesson foundry has given um all of yeah. our cool friends a 25 dollar coupon code if you use the code two ghouls with the number two yes we love yeah. that Thank you, Lesson Boundary. Appreciate yes. it. Supporting the ghouls and the ghouls listeners. Yes, ghoul friends. The ghoul friends. We appreciate it. <laughs> um, you want to give some trigger warnings, you know? Yeah. Triggered. Yeah. Triggered. Triggered. I should have had the Google Doc on my phone. I pulled it up on the PC, but. It's okay. I just now pulled it up. <laughs> also, um, a quick thing while you're looking that up. Uh, guys, drop your um, Zodiac signs in the chat if you want um, a horoscope reading. Yeah, we'll drop it in that. the chat. Yeah, let us know. Do you have any uh, cancers in the chat? Any cancer in the chat? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> we have cancer in the stream. <laughs> All right. A descriptive, supposedly true story centering around gory real life topics, paranormal encounters, and or anything surrounding anything uh, extremely descriptive true narratives involving terror, murder, sexual interactions, mental health, anything violent or potentially cruel in nature. We suggest that you get the fuck out. This podcast is not for you. And remember to always keep it respectful in the comments, on our socials, all that. Keep it nice. Be nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, let's see. Let's I gotta pull in. up the I gotta pull up the horoscope, daily horoscopes. One for cancer and one for Taurus. Always. Yeah. Wonder what we got going on in the horoscope. I almost asked you earlier this morning to read me my tarot cards again because I'm feeling, oh. I'm feeling I don't know. later tonight or in the morning. I got Sounds you, bro. Good. Got you. Oh, now see, look, normally it gives me just dailyhoroscope.com but now today the first search result is just horoscope.com hmm. it's not normal should i click on that instead yeah definitely oh it's the same fucking thing oh. they literally <laughs> just have multiple urls mm, okay mm. that's how they get you you almost got me 
<laughs> All right, let me share my screen. All right. Oh, wrong I'll turn it on. Let me see. Add to stream. Okay, we'll do KT first. Let me see. And our new streaming platform is supposed to like push through and show us comments, but I don't yeah. trust literally anything. I know. So. I'm. Like, oh, no. <laughs> I think Vicky's here though. I see one is one is here with us, and I'm assuming that is my Vicky. mom. <laughs> My mom. mom. My mom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I don't know if my screen is sharing or not. Did you it is. It okay. All right. So Katie's horoscope today is the desire to go off by yourself and enjoy a little solitude is likely to be in conflict with oh. the reality of your obligations today. You could find yourself spacing out at times and unable to concentrate on any tasks at hand. So try to stay focused. Some irritating letters or phone calls could come your way but nothing that you can't deal with see an exciting movie tonight it's complicated but it doesn't huh. have to be <laughs> you know that's pretty accurate i did have some alone time today oh good and i did get a couple annoying messages <laughs> really <laughs> all of them were from you <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> just kidding of course but i did i actually that's pretty pretty weird pretty that's accurate pretty spooky <laughs> Oh, you know what? After all of these weeks, I'm just now realizing that there's an option here to just change your oh. sign instead of going back to well, the whole page. I didn't realize that. <laughs> all right, let's see. Well, there we go. That's, there's that's a lot more user-friendly. Some minor money matters may need to be handled today. And you might find this irritating as you probably have other things that you'd rather do. The situation could cause some petty friction with family members, but that mm. will pass. However, you will be able to muster all your innate skills and get the money matters handled, which will leave the rest of the day to do what you want. Hang in there. That mm. is fucking weird. That is weird. Is it? Tell me it's, why. Is it accurate? Accurate. I'm going to stop sharing my screen for a second because that actually just freaked me out a little bit because so Danny has, oh, Danny has, he switched jobs after um, Errol was born, like, okay. like eight weeks after Errol was born, he started a new job. He used to work for a family member and he has to ask said family member for his W-2 for the first mm. half of the year. And he's worried that it's going to upset somebody because said family member also normally does his taxes for him. But now we have a baby who nobody else needs her social because we have to claim her on taxes, right? Yeah. yeah. So nobody else needs her social. So he doesn't necessarily need his family member to do his taxes now. Mm. That's weird. <laughs> and I literally told him oh, today, yeah. I was like, you need to ask this person for your W-2. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> yep. That's fucking crazy. Every weekend has been almost dead on. That's scary. Yeah. Joey's always like, it's it's like typical. Like Everybody can relate. It's so oh, yeah? Like, What's Joey's sign? Let's do Joey's. Joey is a cancer. But he was born really? before me. A week and a year exactly. Is he a cusp? I don't know. July 8th. So I guess he would be right on the cusp of whatever is before a cancer. Let me see. Hold on, because what? now I'm curious. Maybe he's a cusp of something. Or he's just a 
dick. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. He's like a Gemini cuss cusp. So his mm. would be if we're doing Gemini, which Gemini are normally like super two faced. Arrow's a Gemini. Showing <laughs> <laughs> the two faced. I'm gonna tell uh, him that when he gets in here. I'm gonna be like, you bitch, you two faced looking ass. If we're going to do Gemini, his would be the healing of a temporary riff with your partner is likely to take place today. With a lot of honest communication and more apologies than are necessary, you might find that a lot of issues have come out in the open and there is a new understanding between the two of you. A move could be coming up or at least changes within the household that you have now. Oh! <laughs> I hope so. Katie's like, get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> yes, man, we've been trying to get out of here for years. Saving That's those funny. pennies, man. Saving yeah. those pen pens. The pens. <laughs> penny by penny. Saving the pennies. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's fucking crazy. I'm gonna tell him that when he gets in here. Y'all been fighting lately because it's just actually no. But I have been trying to be more communicative with him. Like I'm super closed off. Like don't want to really talk. (laughs) So I was like, okay, I need to be a little bit more open with him. So that is that was a thought that I had this morning. So there you go. Weird. A little bit. He's a cusp. (laughs) There you go. There's your answer. (laughs) New viewer, if you guys want your horoscope read, feel free to drop your zodiac in the chat. And we'd always love to hear from you guys. If you guys let us know where you're watching from. I'm curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us where you at. Yeah. If you ain't in the chat, then (laughs) where the fuck you at? at. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Are we going to start deep diving into these phobias? Yeah, man. Let's go for it. Let's just deep dive into the great unknown and and enlighten some people today the great we've got unknown. a lot of information <laughs> the oh yeah we've got a lot we have a lot so if you guys are interested in what phobias you have this is this is the episode you know i told katie i felt like i was writing a mini thesis yeah I'll literally that's what it's like every week guys like we <laughs> we pour our souls into this podcast our just whole so that we can like throw up like an hour-long episode and say we're done but yeah like this is this was very i think we did pretty good this week we literally work from the night that we end the stream <laughs> goes immediately into working for the next episode. <laughs> I feel like anybody else that would have had this job, like with me, they would have been like, um, I think I'm going to wait until like maybe a couple days before the stream. But I'm like, I appreciate no. that you just dive right back into it like I do because I'm like I, psycho about this show. <laughs> if I waited, if I waited, I would get too stressed out. And you want to know what's funny yeah. is that like I've got so many notes on my phone for like random TikToks that I come across yes. just in my own oh, like no. scrolling time. I and I'm like, ooh, too. I know. <laughs> and I I'm love like, oh, I can use it. that a month from now in this episode. Episode. Like who knows when we'll be able to use it? I know I do this the same shit. I'm burping while I'm talking. Sorry, but yeah, I feel like anybody else would have been like, um, I think I'm gonna wait like a normal person. No, wait, but it's like, mm. nope. All right, let me uh, let me pull this up. So I kind of like wrote like a little bit of an introduction about like what phobias are and stuff like that. So here you go. Here's the general phobia <laughs> overview. A phobia is an uncontrollable, irrational, and lasting fear of a certain object, situation, or activity. Phobias can cause an intense fear response and potentially a panic attack 
there's there's Danny. There's the baby daddy. Hey, and, and the baby. all right let's see so it can cause uh an intense fear response and potentially a full-blown panic attack phobias are considered an anxiety disorder and one of the most common mental illnesses and but they're also one of the most treatable mental illnesses Please keep in mind that with this episode comes an overall trigger warning for potential anxiety or panic if you personally deal with certain phobias. We've kept this in mind while preparing the content for today's episode and we'll be giving additional warnings before we show any pictures or videos of specific phobias. So if you have them, you don't have to watch them if you don't want to. Yeah. Um, the National Institute of Mental, Mental Health says that over 9% of adults are diagnosed with a phobia. Mm-hmm. So that's just people who are actually diagnosed. That's a big number. Which is rare because I don't think you go to the doctor and you're like, hey, I have a fear of small holes together. And yeah. And then they diagnose you. Like a lot of people just do this untreated. They're like, oh, I'm just exactly. Yeah. So while only. N- Almost 9% of adults are diagnosed with a phobia. Women are also more prone to phobias than men. And some of the most common phobias, um, which overall, when um, you have a phobia, the most common ones are when they're like simple or very specific, such as like arachnophobia, mm-hmm. which is the number one most common phobia. And it... What I saw, it said one in three women and one in four men suffer from arachnophobia. And explain what arachnophobia is for those who don't know. It's just fear of spiders. Fear of spy spies. Me. I don't like spiders at all. I don't mind them too much, but I don't like them either. Spiders and bees. Mm -mm, Can't do it. Spiders and bees. (laughs) Don't be scared of bees, believe it or not. Oh, yeah. Be scared of bees. They're terrifying. I got stung one time when I was a kid and I had a terrible allergic reaction. I wonder if you're allergic like Joey is. I'm allergic to yellow jackets. Oh, my God. Like EpiPen allergic? Uh, Yeah, I should be carrying an EpiPen. Oh, my God. You and Joey are like two peas in a pod. (laughs) You know what's funny? I don't know if you want me to tell this story or not, but I'm going to do it anyways. My mom is allergic to yellow jackets. Really? And she told me that when she was a kid, there was one of her friends. I think it was Ellen. I'm not 100% sure, but I think it was like Ellen or one of the Prince kids. And she was playing with her friend and our uncle's specifically one of them dropped a yellow jacket's nest on top of their heads and mom my mom got stung the fuck up and like what? her she said that her head swole up to like look like a pumpkin oh my god and she was a child what the fuck that's like psycho <laughs> who would do that oh my god Your poor mom that's awful yeah it's terrible oh my god Sorry, that's just a little family tidbit for you there. That's Hi, a family for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so aerophobia, which is the fear of flying, affects 10 to 40% of U.S. adults. 
trypanophobia, which is fear of injections or needles, can cause people to avoid medical treatments, and it affects 20 to 30% of adults in the U.S. Mm. I also have this. I have a terrible mm. fear of needles. Cynophobia, which is fear of dogs, is also one of the most common. And astrophobia, which is fear of storms, thunder, and lightning. I thought those were very interesting. That is interesting. So I wanted to start with to bring it back around because when we did our oceans episode, Katie talked about the lassophobia, submechanophobia, mm-hmm. and we kind of got roped into talking about megalophobia because this is something that I have like seriously. <laughs> yeah. So megalophobia is the fear of large objects. And I found a couple of videos that kind of explain what megalophobia is or just kind of like when we're talking about megalophobia we're not talking about this we're talking about this right that way you guys can get a better idea let me know if you've pushed the screen share through it is through you're good all right perfect i have to mute these yo of course all of them have this stupid song (laughs) yo ho It's like, why would anybody be scared of that little roller coaster? Big buildings. That yeah, Hoover fucking dam. <laughs> oh my god, oh I my. hate it. Oh my god. That last picture. I think that was like inside of a rocket. Yeah, it was like at the bottom of a rocket or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scary. Don't like it. And so, I don't know if it's just like, oh, it makes you feel so little or whatever. But I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know. There's something about this, it. Can you imagine this, being right next to that? Uh, look, no. Look at that. You see how it looks like it's towering over these I people? Absolutely hate it. I have very Fucking minor hate. fear of it. Like that. That is scary. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. Ugh. That's a. That's enough. <laughs> That's enough slices. That's what I'm supposed to say. I guess this is a really famous picture, but uh, like they that, crazy looking. Like they're wild, and I can't believe that that's real. Right. But- I feel like somebody who doesn't have this phobia would be like, "Wow, that's beautiful. That's amazing." <laughs> and for me, I'm just like, "It's fucking disgusting." <laughs> that's oh what it would look God. like if Jupiter was like our moon or something. Oh, this oh, freaked Christ. me out. Ugh. <sighs> Oh, I hate it. Fucking happened, dude. Could you imagine? I think that sun just fucking exploded right now. I've literally watched videos about like (laughs) what it would look like if the sun blew up, and I think that. I think that. Oh god, cat scared me. I think that video is supposed to be like, oh, if the moon just like the gravity of the moon gave up and started coming towards Earth, that's what it would look like, and that would be like the last thing that you'd see. I hate those videos. Yeah, me too. It freaks me out. Thank you for sharing them. It's much appreciated on this channel. (laughs) Just scare the shit out of ourselves. Yeah, I hate it. It (laughs) Induce anxiety in myself. So that one I personally have, and watching those videos makes me like so uncomfortable. But when we started talking about submechanophobia and thalassophobia, when we did our oceans episode, mm-hmm. I realized that I think I have submechanophobia, and it's like tied <laughs> to that megalophobia. Yeah, it's like thing. the same concept. It's interesting. That's what I was saying earlier when I was doing some research. I was like, it's actually kind of interesting how a lot of these 
intertwined. There's like subcategories and then there's like yep. main categories. Yeah. You know? And so submechanophobia is the fear of man-made things partially or fully submerged in water. And the lassophobia is fear of deep bodies of water. Um, and we talked about those like in depth. Mm -hmm. Katie talked about them in depth mm -hmm. in our oceans episode. So if you want to hear like all about them, go watch our oceans episode. Yeah, that but was like four episodes ago. So yeah, if you're interested in yeah. that one, we got a whole episode on that. So I have, I don't know why I have the Google Doc open twice. I just went ahead and put a couple of videos. Okay. Let's take a look see. This would be thalassophobia. So it'd be fear of deep bodies of water. And it's just like this hole in the middle of ice. And it just keeps going. Oh, my God. Did you send me this video? I, I feel like I've seen this. So. And I was scared when I saw it the first time. I hate it. it. Why did they it, do that? <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, this video specifically made me think of, I don't know if you've seen those videos, but when, like, people try to swim under ice for whatever oh, reason, and then they get those. stuck. I hate those. And I would not fuck around in Arctic waters, bro. No, well, thank ooh. you. Joey's got some. What do you got? Well, I know you requested screwdrivers. But instead, I got a different drink that's just as fun. <laughs> Straight tequila. Oh, Yay! not again. Bro, tequila is what I was on. I was on. Like, I smoke it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but um, I drank, I drank this my first time I ever got drunk. And oh, those pictures. <laughs> yes. Those pictures that we sent in the group chat, which I, I'm, no, I'm never going to. That was gonna... the first time you got, like. Black. Oh yeah, I think I've drank before that, but like I got no, blasted on tequila. We'll see. Can you guys see it? Blasted on fuzzy navels. Oh yeah. man. Oh, I loved fuzzy navels. I don't. I don't know how I consume that much orange juice, but yeah, I'll take that a shot. Make me sick. Tarantula, azul tequila. tequila. Look, perfect for the phobias episode. Oh yes, very Shout um out phobia. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to his family. <laughs> Shout out Spooty Man. That's what we call him when we're Shout out Spider-Man. This one's for you. Spooty yeah. Moon. That's what we call him when we're fucking playing Fortnite. <laughs> Spooty Moonies. And their scary skins. I hate how scary those skins on Fortnite look. Like you can see the butt crack and everything. And <laughs> um Ooh, ooh, that's why do you like, always smell it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I do that to myself. But um, okay, let me just drink this before I get ahead of myself. All right, do one, it, do two, it. Two, three. Joey's trying to get you to take your clothes off. That's why he got you tequila. All the good dudes ask. Not that easy. <laughs> I am. Yeah, Joey. Everyone knows that you are. <laughs> Joey's a <That's> whore. <laughs> Um, Only Joey and me, peas in a pod. There you yeah. go. Two whores in a pod. Two whores <laughs> in a strip club. <laughs> Two whores in a condom. <laughs> oh, man. Um, the night that I got absolutely, oh my God, I can't do another one right now. I'm yes, you can. A hoodie, which, by the way, I just got my Two Ghouls hoodie today. Super soft. Like, I, I told you. Thought 
Like I knew what the inside was going to feel like, but I was not expecting how like buttery smooth the cotton is. Yes. Feel how smooth it is. Feel under my clothes. See? Tequila's working. Hey! (laughs) I'm just feeling your shirt. What do you think? Buttery? Eh? (laughs) (laughs) Joey agrees. So yeah, Two Ghouls podcast merch is fucking awesome. I love it. We also didn't plan this, but you know. No, we're twinning. (laughs) Twins! Um, oh yeah, God. the night that I got obliterated on tequila was like two days before Joey asked me to be his wife. And I remember and I could show you in my diary that I wrote like I'm like, I got wasted on tequila one night and I swear to God he's going to leave me. And then like a week later, oh he my asked God. me to be his wife. That's funny. I, it was sometime within that same week. Them. I was so gone that night. I was like, he's probably never going to come back. He's going to run for the hills. And the complete opposite happened. (laughs) So ladies, don't be afraid to be yourself. (laughs) Just always work out. Just get drunk on tequila and be yourself. And the right guy will stay around. Or, That's you know, maybe opinion. there's just something seriously wrong with Joey. Who knows? Yeah. Joey's <laughs> just, like, not right in the head. I'll do one more shot, and then we'll jump back into the focus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do Was it. Was it my turn? Was it my turn? It's no, my I got turn. one more video, and then it's yeah, your yeah. turn. Show your video, and I'm going to finish off this. All right, all right. Vod. Did you bring some food? No. Oh. <gasps> it's supposed to be pizza night, Joseph. Yeah, Joey. What the heck? unfortunate. <laughs> all right, yeah. here we go. This is submechanophobia, and this makes me so uncomfortable. And, and like the diver down there, like what? Also, I don't know if this is real because if those giant propellers turned on, wouldn't it suck him towards the propellers and like chop him up into bits? I think Why it would push is- him the other way because the propellers are made to propel the boat forward. So it would probably- unless they can change directions. Yeah, if they were like back it up. Hold on one second. I got to yell at His again. ass would be gone. <laughs> Danny! Hey, big girl, back it up. Please. Wobble, baby, wobble, baby, wobble, baby, wobble. That was a banger. Would you like to join our episode tonight? Okay. Bye, bye. Oh, Joey, come on! Don't be, don't be, don't be like. Oh yeah, I forgot. We have a child. (laughs) Oh yeah, we have a baby. Thank you. I had to tell tell them to let one of the cats into their room, Bob, because he was just meow meow. Bob and I go way back. (laughs) <laughs> he was there in the YDFU days. Oh, I remember yeah. there was one episode where you're like, get off of me, Bob! And I like, Because <laughs> I was like, what did he do? He's what, so annoying. What a good name for a cat. I love it when I didn't name their cats after Danny's, like... Um, Danny's brother and sister people. named the two oldest. So Bob and Lola. The oh, like ones with human names. names. I love and then, that. And then one of the other ones, her name is Daria, and she's named after like the '90s TV show Daria because she's a bitch. What's Daria? I'm not. You never seen that show? No. You're too young. I guess so. How (laughs) how much younger am I than you? How old are you? You're four years younger than me because you were born the same year as Danny. That's right. Correct. (laughs) Yeah, that is correct. Okay. There you go. Well, that was information I didn't know. No. 
more you know all right now it's your turn i'm going into claustrophobia today oh okay. boy i'm gonna jump into that that's one of my major phobias I have oh really major major i'm major claustrophobic although i am in remission in my opinion i feel like i can <laughs> handle things more now than i ever could I'm trying not to burp while I talk. I'm sorry, guys. Nah, do it. Just excuse me. I just burped under my breath. Um, <laughs> but when I was young, and I'm I'm just gonna tell this. I'm gonna recount this in case anybody else can relate. But when I was young, yeah, I remember right. there was something stuck under my bed, and I was like, "Oh, let me let me get that." So I I kind of like crawled underneath, and I got so far underneath of my bed that my shoulder blades and like the small like the lower portion of my back was completely submerged under the bed. I say that it was water, but submerged under the bed is the only way I can explain it. Right. And I can remember my heart was beating really fast all of a sudden. And I Uh. felt like everything was closing in on me. And I remember sweating out of nowhere. And I was like, I got to get out of here. Like, think that'll do it. Immediate panic mode. Like I felt trapped and I was like, "Hmm, okay, I got claustrophobia. All right. Notice. Yeah. Well, and then I feel like when something like that happens and you get that fear response, it triggers the phobia. And then it's like, oop, got it now. Yep. And it's (laughs) definitely, like we were saying in the beginning, it is definitely anxiety at the core. Like, anxiety is the reason why we have these phobias, for sure. Because it's the same feeling I get when I'm having, like, a regular old panic attack in any social Mm -hmm. situation, you know? So, anyway. Um, I have a fun story for you. Oh, boy. So, oh, wait, I'm not there yet. But anyway, I have a video for you. So let me pull this up. But in the meantime, let me see. Docs, Google. I, for some reason, did not have it pulled up on my computer. I'm sorry. How unprofessional of me. Uh, What can I say? Actually, you know what? You can pull it up. Why am I doing this? All right. I have horrible internet. And your internet is quick and fast and reliable. So oh, go to the hiker in a tight cave TikTok. I that is triggering. Oh boy, this looks scary just by the title. Not a good time. All right. Do I need to mute it or no? No. Okay, hold on a second. Oh, is that, God. is that scraping a lot? Yeah, I mean, but I it's I, it's easier to get through now. Yeah, but it, it, it's, that doesn't look very easy. That would be me in that situation. Like I would be fucking panicking, but I would be talking to you like I'm cool because I have to stay cool. I wouldn't be able to stay cool. Yeah, I'm cool. I'm good. Okay. I mean, it can it can definitely from the other side you can definitely whittle it down more. The comments on this thing, I guess you can't see them because you're not logged in. But the comments on this thing were like, "There is nothing inside of a cave that is worth your fucking life." Like, right? And I was like, that right there is my thoughts on cave. Like Joey used to go cave. Um, that's insane to me. Like, I have no urge boring or whatever. Uh-uh. nothing not this does not concern you <laughs> joey was like what did you say he was like i um, heard my name Talking yeah, shit. He, he used to go into these deep caves and he was like yeah we used to go over like hills and like go under like the walls and i'm like why would you go like there's something uh-uh. on the other side like why that's how you know why i mean honestly that made me think of like um I went to LeRae Caverns when I was like a child. 
Like yeah. there's pictures of me and my mom when I was probably River's age, like five or something. Since that time, I hadn't been back to LeRae Caverns, but we went on vacation into the Blue Ridge Mountains, which we go every year, but we hadn't gone to LeRae because like my parents had already been there. I'd been there when I was a kid and I just didn't have an yeah. urge to go as an adult. But now I've got kids and one of my kids is homeschooled. Yeah. So I was like, well, let's take her to Lorraine and we'll just experience. use that as like homeschool yeah. and yeah. it's cool, whatever. Yeah. So we took this, oh God, Arrow was probably two months old. And we it was me, Danny, River, my five-year-old, my two-month-old Arrow, and my dad. My mom mm. didn't go. And my dad had told me, oh, you need to dress like really warm because down there in the caverns, it's really, really cold because yeah. it's so far underground. And I'm like, okay, so I wear a hoodie. I wear leggings. I wear my Doc Martens, like trying sure. to stay warm, even though it's 90 degrees outside, right? He's like, oh, even though it's 90 degrees, it's Duh, still going to be. I can already be- feel what's going to happen. Oh, my God. He's like, it's going to be in the 40s and 50s down there. And oh, I-, I told no. him, I was like, listen to me. If I'm in there sweating my ass off, I'm going to be pissed. Oh, my so God. So we go down there. Not only is it in the 70s, it's humid as fuck because there's constantly water dripping oh because of the God. stalactites. I and would stuff. be panicking. Holy also, cow. This was still during the pandemic. <gasps> and we went nah. at it. We went at a time where we thought that there wouldn't be a bunch of people. We all were wearing masks, oh except for the baby, obviously. Yeah. We were pushing a double stroller. I had a full-blown panic attack in the middle of Luray Caverns. Mm. Oh, my God. I would be right there with you. Just And I was like, listen, this is, like, cool or whatever, but I don't know what it is. I feel like everything's Mm. closing in on me. I'm sweating balls. Let's get the fuck out of here. And the craziest thing about it is that there's no way out other than to just go through it. Oh, my God. I've been through there one time, and I do remember it being cold, but bitch, if it was hot down there. I would have been gone. I would have I had a sweating. meltdown. Oh my god. It was terrible and like having like the stalactites and shit that are just so close to your I don't know. It made me feel kind of claustrophobic. Mm. I I wasn't expecting it. I thought it was going to be really cool, but like yeah. my body, my anxiety did not like it. No. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a real example of claustrophobia like literally out in the fucking wild, bro. But I don't otherwise experience that. It was just that one thing. Hmm. I wonder why. I wonder maybe if it was just the heat aspect of it. Maybe it made you feel like you were being closed in on or something. Maybe. And plus, like, during a pandemic and there was more people than expected, I guess. The mask. Yeah. Yeah, true. I remember being, like, really pregnant. And I could only handle, like, 15 minutes in the store with the mask on. Or I was, Mm -hmm. like, going to fall out. Like, oh, I yeah, like, oh, I got to go back to the car. I can't handle this. You know, I'm trying to be mask friendly. I'm trying to be safe with this pandemic. But I like I cannot physically do this. Oh, yeah. I was the same way in the end of my pregnancy. Mm-hmm. My OBGYN there. Um, 
their parking lot is like a hill like this and it's always full up and you have to park way at the back and you have to walk up this hill oh and go God. up to the second floor to get to your to my OBGYN and like the last mm-hmm. half of my pregnancy as soon as I'd get in there they'd be like can you go leave a urine sample I'd be like yeah okay oh as soon as I get into the bathroom I'm pulling my mask down going <gasps> and I'm like please oh, don't take my like- blood pressure right now like <laughs> I know exactly how that feels yeah oh Joey's taking shots right in the bedroom all right oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) having a good time anyway sorry i went on a tangent oh no 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 it's fine this is our show if people have an issue with it they can click off bye welcome to the podcasting world where we talk (laughs) heaven forbid we get off topic um similar to the phobias just discussed submechanophobia and thalassophobia um, it comes a story of a Nigerian man. This was like a couple years ago, and I remember when it came out in the news. A man named Harrison O'Keen, who one night on a tugboat in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean got up to use the restroom. This one mindless decision to get up was the sole reason why he remained the only survivor on that ship. While everyone he worked with on the ship died by drowning in their own cabins after the ship capsized, Harrison slowly but surely became trapped within an air pocket inside of the upturned bathroom at the bottom of the ocean floor. <gasps> Fucking crazy. Oh, and there's a video too. He remained oh, there for three days. Go to the video at the bottom of my, um, it'll say video, three phobias combined. Okay. I said he remained there for three days when a search and rescue officer who was examining the wreckage after they received word of the tugboat's disappearance they stumbled upon a miracle and i was like this has to be on the claustrophobia section because Whoa. it is like submechanophobia the lassophobia and claustrophobia all mixed into one and you oh can God. share this video i got it up on stream oh we got an ad yeah, Ceiling, yeah? Okay. this is what he found imagine I you're like feel- a certain rescue officer look at that a fucking <gasps> hand he's alive i feel like i've seen something about this brief yeah 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 i was on the news like everywhere put it on first run because this is crazy he goes inside and you can see where he was sitting for the last three days crazy i just muted it but this is wild i know just reassure him pat him on the shoulder it's (gasps) that's where he's been sitting for days oh my god someone's here i guess he saw or heard somebody around or like a light or something he's on the bottom of the ocean floor (gasps) oh my god imagine how your skin would feel after being wet for three days can you imagine i feel like your skin would be trying to slip off oh my god yes i wonder what the temperatures were like they said it was very icy cold at this time. So I'm assuming, oh you know, since they're in the Atlantic, it was probably in the winter time because that's on the East Coast. He's so if shaking. I had to guess, it was probably just freezing. And he he thought he was going to die. Like, there's interviews oh, yeah. of him saying, like, oh, yeah, I was praying to God. God, I would be sitting there being like, are you kidding me? Like, I couldn't have I died do? like everybody else did. I, I have to sit here and die. And you're in the, like, you're in the pitch black in the bathroom of all rooms too like oh my god at the bottom of the fucking ocean so not only are you like i'm gonna die 
I'm going to, like, starve to death, I guess. Slowly breathe myself out of oxygen. Right. I'm going to breathe all of the oxygen in this little bathroom or I'm going to starve to death. I'm in the bottom of the ocean. It's pitch black. I can't see anything. Mm -hmm. And nobody is ever going to find my body. Nope. That's it. That's Isn't that miraculous? And imagine being that search and rescue officer. It's like, oh, my God. There is a hand and it's like moving. So he's alive and he pulls up and homeboy's just sitting in the bottom of the ocean in a little air pocket. <laughs> That's Did you crazy. Ever see the Pirates of the Caribbean where they were like underwater in that canoe when they were running across the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same exact concept. They just That's- had a little air pocket. Crazy. That's crazy to me. Yeah. It's insane that there was still able to be that air pocket even at the bottom of the ocean. No. I kind of get it with like an upside down boat, like on the surface of the water, and you're kind of just like floating underneath an overturned boat. But But like for it to sink? Yes. Crazy. That's wild. Yeah. I wanted to show you that video because I was like, oh Oh, my God. All right, so I'm going to talk about phobophobia. Phobophobia. Which is the fear of phobias. And I'm going to pull it up on my phone just because it's easier for me to read it. All right, let's see. People with this condition could already have one or more existing phobias, while others may just have an intense fear of developing one. This leads to a vicious cycle of anxiety, ultimately resulting in escalating fears. Someone who already has an established phobia is more likely to develop phobophobia because a common symptom of phobias is anticipatory anxiety, which causes increased fear leading up to the knowledge, uh, leading up to knowledge of potential exposure to phobia triggers. This may make a person begin to dread not only the original trigger, but also the person's emotional and physical response to it. So over time, this immense amount of dread can morph into phobophobia and it turns into like a self-fulfilling prophecy type thing unlike other phobias having a fear of something doesn't increase the risk of something bad happening like being scared of storms or the fear of storms like ash i think it's called astrophobia Mm. having a phobia of storms doesn't increase the chances of a storm happening like your fear doesn't change the weather predictions but with phobophobia the fear of phobias can actually lead to the development of a phobia so the more that you panic and the more that you're scared of developing a phobia can actually make you develop a phobia so it's this weird vicious cycle Mm. because the immense fear of just developing a phobia could potentially turn into a full-blown phobic reaction. This can cause people to limit all activities in an increasing attempt to minimize exposure to fearful reactions, which can also turn into agoraphobia, which is extreme fear of being able to escape a difficult or embarrassing situation, which typically leads to severe avoidance measures like not leaving your home. Mm -hmm. So, Again, phobophobia just ends up pushing you into getting phobias because you're either so you're getting so scared and having that phobic response that you develop a phobia that way, or you develop these avoidance mechanisms that give you agoraphobia where you don't want to leave the home. Right. I had agoraphobia (laughs) 
really bad right after I gave I, birth. Yeah. Like when I was postpartum, like real heavily postpartum, I did not want to leave my house. I was like having to put myself like outside of my body and put myself in my car and go places. I was like, I, I got to leave the house. I can't. My, and man, my therapist was like, you have to, or you're going to develop severe agoraphobia. Right. When you fear the unknown, you know? Right. I think especially with this pandemic that it's caused a lot of people to kind of develop either symptoms or some sort of like the avoidance techniques of leaving their house. Right. Not necessarily agoraphobia itself, but possibly because I feel the same way. There's days where I don't even want to go to the grocery store. I will literally pay the extra money just to Instacart (laughs) it. So I don't have to leave the house. I do that same thing because I'm anticipating talking to the grocer. I'm anticipating making eye contact with people in the store. It sounds yeah. psycho, but that's anxiety. So if people <laughs> no, have a problem with anxiety, then get the fuck out of here. Because I mean, this whole episode is about anxiety. So yeah, literally, and it's like, hello, welcome to the show. We're the poster children for anxiety. So you know, for real. And that's like, yeah. I went to the grocery store. What was it yesterday? Day before yesterday. No, it was like a couple days ago. I ended up uh, texting in the group chat. I ran into a friend from high school. I know that he works there. I see him all the time. He has literally worked there, God, since I was pregnant with River. He's worked there for six years. So every time I go to that store, I know I'm going to see him. But like when I go to that, when I go to the grocery store, I'm like, God, I just want to get in and out of here because I'm so nervous about like talking to people. And then some, and then I end up stumbling over my words and I'm like, people probably think that I'm like drunk or something because I can never talk because of my anxiety. Unless I'm like really comfortable with someone, I stumble over my words all the time. Yep. I know, God, I like, could have written that statement that you just said. God. Like with you and Danny and my parents and stuff, like I don't stumble over my words. But if it's mm-hmm. anybody else, I'll mix up my words. I'll kind of like, blah, 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 blah. it just kind of same doesn't work. And I'm like, people probably think I'm on drugs or something. I think the same thing. And the craziest thing is I can promise you, and I think the same way as you do, but like nobody thinks of us in that way nobody probably not you know like nobody's like wow she seemed like she was drunk it's like they probably were going on about their own thoughts or like going on about their (laughs) way and it debilitates me if i have have, a conversation with a stranger i'm my energy is like for the rest of the day you know (laughs) that's why i told you i had that conversation with that guy that i knew from high school shout out deontay hi if you're watching Um, (laughs) because we talked about the podcast but um it was like also, this is no shade to you, Deontay. Like, um, if you see yeah, me no. the store, still talk to anxiety. Shade to, to anxiety. <laughs> I went into the store and I had this whole list of things in my head of like, okay, I need to get these things. Then I sit there and I talk to my friend for, you know, like 15, 20 minutes. By the time that that conversation ended, everything that I had in my brain before, it was gone. It was gone. All yeah. I knew was chicken wings for dinner that was it yes yeah so i got chicken wings milk eggs and coffee creamer that literally happens to me too i feel you <laughs> i do I oh really man i can do i know all right Let me see. i think i have like one more sentence and then it's your turn Go for it all right so while in all other phobias the irrational fear response is focused on a specific object or situation phobophobia is the fear of the fear response itself that sounds terrifying to have i can relate to that somewhat phantophobia 
This is a fun one. Thantophobia, the fear of death itself and the unknown of the after. And I'm going to read you a small bit of an article that I found. Hold on. Let me pull it up. Read it to me. Read it, beach. How do I? What the heck is not letting me click on it? Not sure why, but anyway, I'm just going to skip it because it's pretty self-explanatory. As someone who personally has to deal with this phobia, I can honestly say it's the main reason my mental health, this is what I wrote, this is the main reason my mental health stays in the state that it's in. I've had a lot of people in my life die and not ever once did I feel at peace with their death. Each time that someone dies, I'm left with the question, well, where did they go? Will I ever see them again? And if I do, will I know who they are? Growing up in a traditional home with a Baptist denominational church, I was taught to believe in heaven and hell, like most people are, I feel like, when they grow up. Mm -hmm. Even though that general belief kept me sane as a child, I can't help but feel an immense sense of panic now as an adult that no one truly knows what happens to our souls after our body dies. I don't subscribe to any one belief about death now that I'm older and have my own open-minded beliefs about life, death, and everything in between. Rather, I'm more open to the idea that no one knows what happens, and I struggle to comfort myself within the unknown of it all. The theories that people come up with are compelling, though, and don't let my fear deter you. I absolutely love to discuss the topic of life after death and the possibilities of what our souls will one day face. It's actually a big reason why I started this podcast. All things scary, dead, and unknown are very perplexing to me and almost provide a comfort within my fear of death. Anxiety loves a spiral, though, so I have to contain myself in my dwellings on the topic of death. Here is an article from a psychic medium detailing some of, con- some of the conspiracies into what the afterlife might contain. Let me pull this up. It's not going to let Ooh, me. Interesting. Oh, this is an interesting. And I love anything from Vice. Vice oh, yeah. is amazing. I love them, especially when you're high and you just yeah. want to be like, like, you want to like go to another dimension. You want to scare the fuck out of yourself. Watch a Vice video. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is a article on Vice from a medium named Jessica Lanyadu. I can't Ooh, say that's I know the name. For sure. I know. I was thinking the same thing. I can't say I know for sure what happens after you die, but I have a pretty good idea because I talk to dead people on the regular. I'm a medium, which means I can hear, see, and feel the dead. It's not scary though. It's more like Ghost with Whoopi Goldberg, that movie, when she's not scamming <laughs> people um, than it is like Poltergeist. The entire concept may seem super weird to you, but it's just another day in the life for me. Just last week, I was talking to a dead man who came around to give fashion advice to my friend Sahar. She was set to speak in his, at his memorial in Oakland and had packed fashionably uncomfortable shoes. He ab- admonished her to just wear kicks. He also said a lot of deep shit, but the shoes thing really got to her because he was always talking about her shoes when he was alive. <laughs> that is so funny. funny. No matter what anybody says, there's only one way to know definitively what happens after you die. Kick the bucket. Anyone who tells you differently is both cocky and distinctly alive. Don't get me wrong. I have some pretty deep convictions about what comes next, but I couldn't say that I actually know. What I can say is that there is no such thing as death. I mean, of course we die. The body gives its big heave-ho and stops functioning, and the soul, spirit, whichever your essential you-ness can no longer live within it. That for sure exists, but from my perspective, our soul doesn't reside in the body. It's the body that lives in the soul. So when the body is done doing what it came here to do on this earth, our soul keeps on trucking. It's easy to get caught up in some very human thinking when you try and figure out what comes next. So I will say it in the words of Gertrude Stein, there is no there there. I'm not sure what that means. There is no hmm. there there. That's a great riddle. 
There's no, they're there. <laughs> My job as a medium is not to track the dead down to ask them what they're doing over there, quote unquote. It's just to talk to them, to try to help them out or to facilitate a conversation between them and the living. They'll often show me how, how they felt when they died or how they looked at their happiest times. Talking to dead people is way more mundane than you'd think. Sometimes it's just, <laughs> sometimes it's super deep. It's just really talking to people without bodies. The best way I can explain it is that I see and listen with my whole self instead of just my eyes and my ears like here on earth. Once in my early days working as a medium, a woman came in for a reading and said that she felt a presence in her home and was convinced that her grandmother was trying to get a message to her. I energetically looked at Thelma's name to protect privacy, of course, you know, changed her name mm -hmm. um, and sensed that, yes, her grandmother, let's call her Louise, was in the house. She was very insistent to get a message, Louise was, to her granddaughter. And what she said shocked me. Grab your husband's cash. Start siphoning away his money. Do it now. I oh, my God. Thelma because like what I heard, because she had this deep love for her nanny and was hoping for a heartfelt and inspiring message from the great beyond. But it's not my place to edit the messages of the dead. So I told her exactly what I heard. Thelma started laughing her ass off. Her grandmother had been money obsessed. And in the later years of her marriage, her grandfather had gambled away all of their savings. Oh, man. That's crazy. Louise never got over it. And now he was come or now she was coming from beyond the grave to tell her granddaughter to steal from the love of her life. Oh, my God. Our values, passions and bullshit go where we go as we go, friends. If you die a dick, you're still a dick. <laughs> and the guilt goes with you. Like in all huge and transformative experiences, death can bring with it a purging or a healing, but it's not a certainty. Think of all the times you could have had peace, freedom, or even just a break, but you weren't able to claim it. Rising to the occasion takes effort, and you got to believe you're worth it that to have the gonads to live your life well. The idea of heaven and hell is physical locations with material rewards and punishments are mere constructs that are easy for people to grasp. That's what I was dealing with when I was a kid. Uh -huh. um, but as far as I can tell, there are no places when there's no physical form. We don't technically go to a quote unquote where and without the marker of where the when takes on another less measurable dimension. It's not romantic. It's not always lovely or terrible, and it's not an easy thing to describe, just like life, because it is life, just a different experience of life. And I'm going to stop it there. But that is an interesting. That's really thing. interesting. And it, it, it makes you think it's like, OK, well, if you die with shit that you still got to deal with, you're still going to have to gonna have to deal with it. Yeah. yeah. Like we are not our bodies. We are souls. That's what I believe in. Well, and personally, I feel like one of the most convincing and probably what I believe the most, because I don't feel like I believe any like after death yeah. theory 100%. Agreed. But I do think that our souls are energy and energy cannot be destroyed scientifically. Agreed. So I don't think that our soul or our soul energy can be destroyed either. So it has to go somewhere. I agree. I agree. But I, I, I agree. I don't, uh, I don't believe in like a physical place. I don't personally believe in a physical place. I agree. I agree. But I, I just go somewhere on another plane of existence somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere. I mean, uh, the potential for there to be like a physical place that our souls go to, you know, that's like uh, an awesome thought. And if that, if that is what happens then cool. Yeah. 
I'm cool with it. And I guess that just means I'm responsible for getting rid of any shit that I got going on in my life right now. You know, Pretty much. I want to die with the shit that I got to deal with. Mm-mm. So you got to take care of it. Own your it's shit. Deal it. with it. And you know what? When you kind of think about it like that, it's like, do I want to die with this bullshit on my shoulders? Yes. Everything that you deal with and what feels really big, it makes it feel kind of insignificant. Like, why am I so worried about this? Yeah. Because this isn't something that I would take with me to my grave. Yes. That is the reason why I subscribe to this like belief that we are just souls and we're meant to keep dealing with the same shit and why I believe in not necessarily reincarnation, but I believe in the fact that we could possibly have other lives that we've lived before or live lives. Or have to come back to finish what it was that we started. In another body. I believe Mm in, I somewhat believe in that because of these reasons, you know, I do too. I wonder who I was in a past life. Hmm. Curious, man. It's interesting. It is. You want to do an ad read for our lovely, lovely lesson foundry? The lesson foundry. Lesson foundry. Do you want to pull up the lesson foundry and we'll show people what we're working with here? Yeah. Do you want to read the ad read then? I would love to. Yeah. You can go ahead and pull it up. Show everyone (laughs) what we're working with here. We're going to take a second to talk about today's sponsor, the lesson foundry. The Lesson Foundry is a 100% remote music lesson site. The Lesson Foundry has passionate and incredibly, I got to let you add to stream, um, passionate and extremely and incredibly skilled teachers that provide classes for singing, flute, guitar, saxophone, and viola, just to name a few. With all lessons, <laughs> my computer is not working. Oh, there it goes. <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. Freezing. With all lessons, being totally remote, this resource gives you the opportunity to maximize the time you have with your teachers each during each lesson. The Lesson Foundry site is extremely easy to use. As you can see, it's very user-friendly. As soon as you jump on the site, you can click down to what you want, like ukuleles, singing lessons. You can scroll down to see all the teachers that they have. Um, they explain what they offer. They give testimonials. It's great. I love it. Um, super easy to understand, professionally laid out. You can see details about each and every teacher, including how many years of experience they have, degrees that they have in the field, and achievements they have. Each and every teacher available for lessons on the site is extremely passionate about helping you reach your goals. Whatever they may be, all lessons can be catered for you to learn exactly what you want and how you want to. Also, when you fucking want to. Yeah. Most half hour sessions cost between $35 to $40 per week and signups are for one month. However, you can cancel at any time. This is a perfect gift for yourself or for the music lover in your life. The Lesson Foundry has been kind enough, which this is great. We we found this out the other day. They've been kind enough to provide our ghoul friends, our listeners, with an exclusive promo code for $25 off of your purchase of any lessons by using code 2number2ghouls, G-H-O-U-L-S. That's that's 2-G-H-O-U-L-S. ULS. Visit the Lesson Foundry by clicking the link in the description of this video for all your music and instrument class needs. Call 410-404-8226 to speak with a representative about the Lesson Foundry. Thank you, Lesson Foundry. 
Thank you, Lesson Foundry. Thank you, Lesson Foundry. And now we let's get into our fucking merch, guys. Yes. Oh, yeah. Merch. Why did I stop screen sharing? No, no, no. It's okay. I got actually have a little thing here. Um, oh, yeah. Hopefully, you guys can still hear us. But this is what we got going on for the um, um, you can actually see I have Will You Be My Ghoul Friend. I added that in our little merch yeah. um, display here. That is an exclusive that we have going on this month. Fun fact. Our listeners convinced us to give you guys a promo code. And if you use B B E M Y G H O U L, be my ghoul, you can get 10% off of anything that you buy on our site. Um, and as you can see, Sam's eating shit while I'm talking about it. My bad. <laughs> I literally almost busted my ass. Sorry. It's all right. Um, yeah, but you guys can go online. You can go to twoghoulspodcast.com. Super easy. You just type it up in your search bar, twoghoulspodcast.com. You can check out all of our merch there. Um, and as you can see, we are currently wearing some merch. Yeah. It's a good earlier, way to but... support us, too, with yeah. something in return. Great way. You guys can sport the Two Ghouls merch, which um, let's see if I can okay. show you. What I have the iconic wearing. on, too. So You do? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. we're both wearing the iconic collection, which is one of my favorites. You can sport the Two Ghouls podcast and support us in the same token it's great we love it you like, we, we love you like it. my heating pad on the chair <laughs> Ooh, la la. very fancy <laughs> fancy you you know what you want to see my room right now this is what we're working with over it's here it's a mess in here mess, i'm sorry <laughs> bad bitches have messy houses we got one. kids <laughs> we got kids we got lives i've got like the kids were outside playing on the on the trampoline so i've got a kid's hoodie danny's hoodie and unused diapers what right can there. we say? We're people. Yeah. We're moms. We're real people. <laughs> We're real people. We're real moms. And my camera's crooked. And it's probably going to be crooked for the rest of the episode. Ooh, That's oh. just the way it is. <sighs> Excuse me. Yes. <laughs> Let's see if I can do it too. Material girl. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> All right. All right. Back to the phobic. Oh. Here we are. I think it's my turn. Yeah. Okay. Hey, so the next one that I have is lalapsophobia. I think that's how you say it, which is fear of tornadoes and hurricanes. Mm. And with this phobia alongside astrophobia, which is fear of storms, thunder, and lightning, this type of phobia causes the weather to control a person's life. Someone with this phobia might spend a great deal of time watching weather forecasts or tracking storms. They may even refuse to go outside for days when even just a mild storm is in the forecast. This phobia can cause people to avoid outdoor activities, vacations, road trips, just because of the fear that a storm may hit that results in a tornado or a hurricane. This fear may also cause people to take extraordinary measures to protect themselves, like hiding under a bed, hiding in a closet, um, or putting a tornado plan into action at the first sight of rain, even mm. when the risk of a tornado or hurricane isn't there. And this um, phobia specifically can also morph into agoraphobia. Hmm. We were just talking about agoraphobia, fear of leaving your house. And yeah. it looks like Katie has a TikTok. I do. To go along with. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. Let me let you screen share. Add to stream. Add to stream. 
this shit i saw this like maybe like a year ago or something and it's stuck with me oh boy it's what like it, what it's like inside a tornado vr but county line it's pretty real the pine river that's like vr Oh boy. Yeah, I think the guy that was recording it was in VR. Oh man. So scary. So scary. Oh. He said, dang, my grandma. Oh my God. I've also heard that a tornado, when it's really close, sounds like a train is right next to you. I've heard that too. Oh my Turn God. it up. I want people to hear this. It gets so scary. Oh God, I hate it. Oh. oh shit. <laughs> what it's like inside a tornado. Screams me that, but scary. Yeah. Right? That actually kind of spooked me a little bit. <laughs> I told you, that is a really great way to show people that tornadoes are fucking real. Like it made me look behind myself because I felt like my chair moved. It scared me. <laughs> I thought Danny came up yeah. behind me trying to spook me. That's a pretty good video, right? Yeah. There you go. That is oh, a God. tornado simulation video. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I had to add this. No, no, no. You can't keep talking. I had to mute it. So I'm just showing like um, more. I took you off stream. That's why. All right. Oh. Oh, like widgets. (laughs) Ooh. Oh, that picture. Ooh. Whoa. That's scary. Yeah. That was like, what, like eight tornadoes? That was like eight tornadoes in one sitting. Like, See, bro, can you one, calm two, down? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I don't know if you would consider That's one forming. <laughs> yeah. They're like, like seven or eight tornadoes. Girl. <laughs> like, so, they're all posting up. <laughs> I've got a YouTube video. I'm kind of scared to share it because of like copyright. Yeah, but I'm not also- Mr. Beast. <laughs> Mr. Beast, I'm not gonna show the whole thing. This was this specific tornado. I think it was called like an EF5, which is the highest type of tornado, like the worst kind, like the biggest and like most destructive. It's not just an F5. It was like an EF5, and I believe it was in 2013. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 2013. Oh, wow. So this video itself shows it from it just forming all the way to the end but i just wanted to show a clip of what this fucking thing looked like oh a turtle oh no turtle this... watch out boy look oh. at the sky this is the part that i wanted to show oh my this was god this tornado oh, specifically i don't even know how many miles wide it was that's a nice ass house too right there damn bro damn. that is scary and wow. like you Oof. Oh, it is forming. It like, is like, look at that for you. Oh, oh my God, that's, that's terrifying! Oh my God! And when you have tornadoes this big, look. Okay, it says two point six miles wide. Miles. That's crazy. Let's see. I have wow. a couple. These are I amazing. Think, I actually think this is the same tornado. But just in a, 
I must not have a fear. I'm more amazed by this footage. It is pretty cool to me. I do have a fear when we have like tor- tornado warnings. Yeah. We had a couple closed. of those last year. Oh yeah, we did. Uh-huh. Um So it doesn't really it doesn't scare me looking at it, but um when they're here it, it freaks me out a little bit. So this is actually <laughs> the roof of a house getting taken <gasps> off. So this is real. Okay. Yeah, this is real. Oh my god. It looks like that house in the simulator. Yeah, it does. Like I I imagine that house in the simulation is what uh, Yeah. Oh my god, the way the trees are just bending. Oh my god. (gasps) And yeah, there goes the roof. Oh my god. The whole roof gone. And that's scary. Wow. And like you never very like humbling. I don't know if that makes sense, but it's like wow, I get it. Life really can just fucking twist on you in an instant. Like whoa, whoa, yeah. (laughs) Go do what you want to do in this world, people. Like you never know. Uh, Look at what Mother Earth is fucking capable of. Capable of. It's terrifying. Nature doesn't give a fuck about you. It can wipe Mm -hmm. you out in an instant. Like you better go skydiving and go travel and go fucking. I just want to travel. Fuck that guy that you like. <laughs> For real, Don't though. Do it. Go. Life is crazy. Buy dude. that it's purse, short. bitch. Buy that perch. Buy that merch. Yes, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> so, bro, that's crazy. Oh my god. So I did tsunamophobia with lalapsophobia because I thought there. Were pretty close so tsunamophobia is the fear of tor- uh, tsunamis not tornadoes i already did that twerking oh my god if that was a thing Where's people would be terrified of me <laughs> <laughs> so it's fear of tsunamis and someone with this fear would avoid shorelines at all costs just the news of an earthquake offshore even if they're nowhere near the shore could send people with this phobia into a full-blown panic causing the intense need to get to higher ground now i saw oh my mom said Jason, Jason Momoa. Momoa. <laughs> oh, because right. we were like, oh, do 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 that we're guy. Going, we're going for Jason Momoa. <laughs> Keep oh my God. On it. That's so funny. <laughs> I think my mom has like a hall pass. She's got to. <laughs> Just for him. So, so I'm going to show a video, which is kind of like a simulation of a tsunami. Which is like scarily realistic looking. So here is like the two, what what are they called? Plates or faults? Plates causing the earthquake. And just stream. Oh. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Who is that? Whoa. (laughs) That is not what I meant to do. So this is like a just. Tectonic plates. Okay. That's it. Plates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like plates or faults? Something, something. So they have an they cause an earthquake under the water, which causes this like chain reaction of the waves to grow and grow and grow. And once on the shoreline, this is what it's going to look like once that wave starts to build up. The water is going to start pulling back, pulling back, pulling back, like super far back to the point where in serious tsunamis, you're not even going to be able to see the water. And then all Whoa. of a sudden, it's going to come. 
and imagine that's all the fish that that just exposed. <laughs> I could naked. It's funny because when I was watching in this for the first time, I was like, "Why are there no fish flopping on this? <laughs> Where are all the reefs? Oh my god, terrifying!" And like well, you know, when you good, go to the I'm, beach, I'm glad you posted that or put that in here because it's it's good to see a demonstration of what we're working. Oh, yeah, for sure. And like when you go to the beach or you're you go on vacation to the beach, you're always going to see all of these big hotels, all of these businesses and stuff. Yeah, that are right on the beach. If there was a tsunami, those would be the first things to be taken out. The things with all the yep. people in them. Yep, you're exactly right. And anybody who is lived in an area where tsunamis are common or has been in a tsunami they say if you see the water starting to recede like that that is your one and only chance to book it god scary then what if that happened in like virginia beach or something (gasps) oh Mm. my god i don't know how far do you think it would go up if it was like a really bad earthquake Mm. i wonder if i have no idea that's scary Oh, I'm okay. sure that you would have some effects because y'all are probably like, oh, water. We live right near the water, so I'm curious if it would like affect the river that we're on. I guess so. Probably every, every waterway is connected in some way or another, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and we're pretty close to the water too, but not the same. Not the same water, so I don't know if it would. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so this one's going to be particularly trigger- triggering for Katie. So my next set is, I'm going to start with styrofobia, which is something that I have, is fear of styrofoam. The sound of styrofoam, even if you just open a box, not even touching the styrofoam, if you open a box that has styrofoam in it, I immediately clench my teeth, plug my ears. It it (gasps) physically pains me to hear styrofoam. Oh my god! I know a lot of people feel this way with um, cotton balls too. Mm-hmm. It's really common the sound that co- cotton balls make. Mm-hmm. The feeling that they give you too when you rub Ooh. a cotton ball. Very similar to styrofoam. Styrofoam is the absolute worst for me. I've been this way since I was a child. My child tries to play with me when she has styrofoam by doing the noise. I will literally have to leave the room. I will literally leave because I cannot stand it. It makes every inch of my body hurt. It makes all of my muscles tighten up. I can't stand it. Oh, my God. I feel that way with chewing. And so we're going to get into that. Oh, God. (laughs) So uh, styrofobia is the fear of styrofoam. And why does styrofoam hurt my ears? The theory is that the human ear is particularly good at amplifying sound at that frequency, like styrofoam, nails on a chalkboard, cotton balls, etc. And these sounds get amplified to a painful level in the ear canal. So that leads mm. us to misophonia. That's what I which, have. And miso- you have to some degree. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Misophonia is a strong reaction that is usually responded with an intense anger or urge to cause physical harm yeah. or causes disgust. That is one well, of the biggest things about misophonia that I found out is that it literally makes you physically want to hurt somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> it's, it's funny because I think what was it last stream or it, maybe it was while we were playing. Somebody Fortnite was chewing, something. and I was like, "Y'all, 
I did it right into the mic. And I was like, <laughs> I was looking this up. I was like, she probably wanted to slit my throat when I did that. Huh, I, interesting. And I don't even mean to have those thoughts, but it's like, it's almost like when I hear somebody chewing or if my dog is licking itself, that makes me want to like kill myself. Like I just <laughs> can't fucking deal with it. The repetitiveness of those sounds is what gets me. That's one of the other interesting things about misophonia is because not only is it to specific sounds, it's commonly to repetitive sounds. So there are things like chewing, dripping water, foot tapping, pin clicking, teeth sucking, mm. that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And Spanish speakers call the feeling that it gives you grima, which is the specific feeling that you get when hearing these sounds. And it's a word to explain this feeling by Spanish speakers. So like the feeling that I get when I hear styrofoam, that's what they would call it. Hmm. So I found some interesting scientific research that says new research suggests people with misophonia have increased connectivity in the brain between the auditory cortex and the motor control areas related to the face, mouth, and throat. Neurons in the brain, which are the cells that send all of the electrical signals from the the brain to the body, literally what keeps us alive, of someone who has misophonia have some have more myelin than someone without misophonia. Hmm. So myelin is an insulating an insulating layer around nerves including those in the brain and in the spinal cord and it's made up of fatty and protein substances and this is what allows electrical impulses to travel quickly and efficiently along the nerve cells Mm. so having more myelin around each neuron in the brain makes the neurons more efficient at sending the electrical transmissions i must have hella myelin (laughs) so then it's intensive the sounds that you're mm. hearing mm-hmm. so the sense. way that I, the the person that i was watching talk about this they were like we kind of have like a superpower your brain just works on like x games mode like so that's cool and oh, somebody in the comments oh, was like it's not worth it <laughs> jeez so i am going to show a potential misophonia trigger. I'm only going to show one. Here we go. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to like seriously trigger Katie. No, um, okay. You can trigger me. You have the um. You have the, like the say so to go for it. Oh please, come on! I would it is to you. <laughs> Add to right. So we're gonna do this one. Let me just say this sweater is warm as fuck. Like I'm so I know. Ready. I had to turn I had to turn my heating pad off cuz I started sweating. Yeah, it's <laughs> hot in this bitch. <laughs> I this video not only is it like a misophonia trigger. I also don't know what the fuck it is. So just watch. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle in folks. What the fuck? It's like, I was like, is it frozen? Or is it candy? I am that she shook. just put in these bottles. I am shook. What? And I also, I tried to do like a video that wasn't like super duper triggering. Oh no, this isn't triggering. It's, it's I not can't like hear her chewing. Yeah. 
there's a lot of really intense. That's blood. bizarre. What the hell? Yeah. Now that right there is content. That girl knows <laughs> how to get people in the comments being like, yo, what, what the, the fuck? fuck is that? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. She knows. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so what I thought was interesting when looking up misophonia, I'm somebody who watches ASMR. So for people who don't know, ASMR is short for autonomous sensory meridian response, which is like the opposite of misophonia. And it's a tingling sensation that typically begins on the scalp and moves down the back of the neck and upper spine in response to sounds, often used by people to help relax, calm anxiety, or fall asleep. There's a whole genre of videos online dedicated solely to ASMR. There's a whole community of people who use these videos or tools to relax. Even um, some people even need it to curb their insomnia to be able mm. to fall asleep. There's there's a plethora of methods used to induce ASMR. Some of them include chewing, tapping, rubbing, touching, tapping, or crinkling different textures of physical objects to create sounds, hand movements, light stimuli, etc. Ironically enough, the sounds that induce ASMR are often called triggers and used in the same sense as they are when it comes to misophonia. On one hand, with ASMR, the trigger causes a relaxing feeling, and on the other, the trigger can induce rage and disgust with someone with misophonia. So my yep. question for Katie is, how does ASMR affect your misophonia? Do you listen to it, or does it trigger you? It depends. You know how Nikocado Avocado does those, what are they called? Mukbangs. Um, mukbangs can't <laughs> that's all i have to say i cannot handle it i can't so, so i've oh. got i've got a tiktok oh of, my god um, <laughs> it's not a nikocado avocado i promise i have a tiktok of someone doing 10 asmr triggers in one minute and i want to see if any of them trigger Ooh, okay. you let's see let's take a look see That's comforting. Nothing. Ooh. I like that one. That That's one a good one. Good. Nothing. It's a little loud. <laughs> I don't feel anything. I don't like that one at all. <laughs> this is comforting so far. Oh, good. Comforting. Nope. Nothing. What the fuck? It's slime <laughs> on the mic. So none of those bother you. Even the ones that could potentially mm. be like, oh, that kind of sounds like chewing, mm. even like the lip gloss one. Surprisingly, no. Yeah. Like, I'm about I either to... felt nothing or I felt comforted, which is good to know. Like the oh I'm about especially to the do... tapping on her glasses. That feels so uh, good. Oh, that God, you scared is so me. nice. Da -da 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 -da. <laughs> kind of he was like oh you got a phobia of people emerging out of nowhere and i was like <laughs> kind of okay here we go katie i'm gonna trigger you since you said oh, i can God. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Man. i want to beat this bitch up <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. 
What's funny is if you look closely, you can see her food moving because of the filter oh, that she has on. Ten times gross. <laughs> More gross. What is it that she's eating? Uh, oh my god. It almost looks like she took off the skin of what I guess would be a dragon fruit or something. That is my best guess. It looks like a potato coated in like candy coating. Something. Let's see. Let's just... Oh, that's comforting. Is this the same girl? It looks like it is. Yeah, it is. I bet she's really nice, but I want to beat her up when she chews. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I want to find like a wet one. A wet one? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Here we go. What even is that? Slurp it! Slurp it! Bet you better not slurp it. <laughs> it looks like spaghettios and chocolate. Looks like melted Ferrero Rocher. Yeah. Bro, eat it! Eat it, bitch! She's like, oh, eat it. oh she's got to dip both of them first. Do it! <gasps> what? What a waste! Bitch. What a waste! <laughs> Damn it! I wanted to see a slurping. What a waste! <laughs> this is a waste of thirty seconds of Man, my life. She is like all over the ASMR tag. Hello, content queen. This, I swear, I thought this was a dab rig for a second. I was like, "Whoa, that's wild!" <laughs> Damn it! I want to find a slurpy one. What is this mochi? Why is it all crunchy? Because I feel like a Slurpee one would really that bother bothered me. <laughs> she seems like a back of. Oh, why is the God? They're fucking music trying to get me caught. Oh, here we go. Jello. She's oh eating a God. watermelon rind. Wow. Ew! I'm really trying not to like rage right now. <laughs> okay. Woo! <laughs> That's enough for now. Motherfucker. <laughs> Jesus. She also just like straight up ate the watermelon rind, which is fucking weird. Yeah, bro, she's brave. <laughs> I always tell people that watermelon flavored things taste like the watermelon rind. Like watermelon flavored chapstick, watermelon flavored candies. They taste like the rind to me and never the actual watermelon. They taste disgusting to me. They don't taste yeah. like watermelon to me at all. Watermelon flavored. flavored. I don't like it. Barf. Gross. Well. All right, now it's your turn. I have, a, I have a good one for you. It's Steve Irwin filled, which you'll be pleased to know. Woo! I'm on top of the world. I'm going to push it push it to the limit. I'm show that video because nobody is going to know what the hell I'm talking about. We're going to get copyrighted. Oh, Look at all the right. information right. you can get okay, from well, this. Anybody hmm. that's interested in Steve Irwin and you love him like I do. Look up this video that I forget who made. I'm pretty sure PBS fucking made it. But it is a song that they made out of his voiceovers from all of his, like, videos. And it, it, it made this glorious song called, <laughs> Woo! I'm on top of the world. I'm going to push it push it to the limit and like the whole time he's talking about animals and he's there's like this one part where he's like what kind of information we can gather from this one poo 
And like, <laughs> the way he says it, like, makes me happy. So I highly recommend it. If I could it's... put it in the description, I would. So, like, if you guys are watching this, like, a day after we go stream, look in the description. It'll be there. I'll put it there. <laughs> What's funny is, is that Katie tells, told me about this song <laughs> while we're playing fucking squads on Fortnite. And this yeah. bitch played it on her speakers in her house so that I could hear. And it made her so happy. And it made me want to kill myself. It makes me tear <laughs> up. Like what I was like, I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. I love the part where he goes, "Whoa, I'm on top of the world." Oh my god! All right, so wild world phobia that we're going to talk about is called ophidiophobia, which is an extreme fear of snakes. Which, believe it or not, three for three. I also have this phobia. Oh yeah, severe phobia of snakes. But he has the wildest videos I have ever fucking scene because you know him he's gonna go after the fucking most venomous snake in the world Crazy. the Ooh. first video which i would love for you to share is yeah. him dealing with the inland taipan is the name of this snake it is one of i'm pretty sure top five deadliest snakes in the world and i'm pretty sure it is the top snake in australia that is deadly let me add this to the screen sorry i didn't mean to oh go ahead no you're good now Oh my god, I feel like I've seen this. It's wild. Watch this how this like snake goes memory. after him. This is the snake you don't want to get tagged by. Because it but I'm going to pick it up. Enough venom to kill 150,000 rats. 150,000 rats it can kill. Venom in one bite oh my to kill god. 100 blokes my size. 100 men. Beautiful coloration. Hey, 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 hey. Whoa. It is crazy to show you how pretty the color was. You want to take a whack off a snake this size. You can see behind his head, that's his venom gland. Woo! This is where you see the work of my dad is right here. He taught me to be one-on-one -on -one with the snake. Look at how incredible. To feel it in my fingers. That's to insane. The snake to feel it. No danger. That thing could kill a hundred of him. And he's just like, look at his beautiful. I love that man. I wish I could kiss him on his cheek. He's so wonderful. You know what? This might, okay, this might sound mean, but I'm going to be for real. Don't, I love, no, no, I love I love Steve Irwin, but his balls were too big because you want to know what? He was bound to get killed by one of these things. That's how he died. At least he died by the sword. You know, I guess, but like, damn it. I know. Why? He shouldn't have fucking died. What a wonderful man. And his son is just as wonderful. His daughter is just as wonderful. Yeah, and his and wife just had a baby. Love that woman. I love his wife. She is yeah, such a bad bitch. I love her energy. Well, and she's always just like, I'm never going to gonna find anybody else. Them. They're so wonderful. Their relationship was just so beautiful. So mm. pure. It's so pure. And like, like weird. Idolized her. Like just oh mm, love it. Quality. Quality. Well, and human. then Bindi had just had her own baby. I actually saw a TikTok no. recently where it was like her mom created like a compilation of Steve yeah. talking about Bindi from when she was a baby <gasps> to play at their baby shower. Right oh, I see. Bindi had her baby. Right. <laughs> Stop. I'm so glad I haven't seen that because I would be sobbing right now if you were talking about that and I knew about it. But I used mm -hmm. to throw spiders at my at my ex boyfriend. I'm sorry. <gasps> but I, he. I would. I'd probably punch you dead in your face if you ever did that to me. Well, I think he wanted to, but like I. 
fucking um can you tell that i was gonna break up with him but i used to like throw <laughs> spiders at him because he used to like run away and scream and i thought it was so fucking funny <laughs> so like i would pick up granddaddy long legs i wouldn't pick up like oh, regular spiders those like, are fine legs, they don't bother thing. me yeah i used to throw those at him and then i found like one little like tiny brown dust spider or whatever they're called and i threw them at him yeah i would take a million spiders over a snake any day Bitch. oh my god i've got i've got a spider and a snake story like two like very vivid stories in my mind also danny's the type that pets spiders when like there's spiders he fucking pets them he'll like what have you ever heard of lucas the spider that little cartoon of the cute like little yes i have and he's like danny danny loves those spiders and we get a lot of them outside and i've tried to like get comfortable with them but they jump so like danny whenever he sees them he gets down on their level and talks to them because you can see their eyeballs and they fucking look at you yes i swear that's disgusting fucking weirdo (laughs) When I was living with my parents, this was like probably when I was like 16 or something, we had this cat named Tiger and he at one point was like in the basement and we had like these big speakers in the corner of the basement and he's like in the corner just like batting at the floor and my dad like is like, what the hell are you doing? So my dad goes over to where he's at and it's like he's trying to get behind this speaker there's a fucking snake like a four foot long <gasps> snake in the corner <laughs> i don't know how it got in the basement there's like little windows in the basement that are, i mean they're like this big that you can slide open i guess that that's how it got down there so my dad went and got the shovel cut the snake in half picked it up and put it in the trash can and i guess the nerves and the thing were still <gasps> going because that bitch jumped out of the trash can there's still a blood there's still a blood trash can i'm yeah. sorry wait it was dead but like what? It, it was still a trash can. Yeah, oh, there's still a blood stain on the myself floor. On spot, like I would have been like, "All right, don't don't mind me. I'm gonna kill myself for you, snakey." Like, <laughs> oh my god, that is so funny. But here's my spider story. I this was probably when I was 18 or 19, and I went out with my friends, and I was coming home at like two or three o'clock in the morning, and I'm walking up. I'm still living with my parents at the time. So I'm walking up to the front door and there's this little like stone walkway to the front door. I'm walking or whatever. There's a spider this fucking big. It's one of those big woods wolf spiders. Ooh, the furry one. But it literally looks like a tarantula. Yes. They're huge. They look like tarantulas. And it probably had like a big butt on it. Like it was pregnant. It was like three o'clock in the morning. And I called my mom over and over and over again until she woke up. And I told her, I said, listen, if you do not come take care of this spider, that's on the walkway that I have to go to <laughs> in the house. In the I was like, <laughs> I'm not coming home tonight. I, I'm like, I'm here. But like, if you don't come take care of this spider, I'm literally not coming in the house. So she comes outside at like three o'clock in the morning with a broom and her tennis shoes on. And she steps on this spider and immediately thousands of little babies <laughs> Ew. why is that always what fucking happens with those fucking wolf spiders it's like oh i'm sorry bitch i didn't realize you were pregnant you should have invited me to the baby shower <laughs> sorry i didn't bring you a thousand gifts 
for all your damn babies. God, I hate spiders. Everyone needs diapers. I oh literally had like a core memory in my brain. That's how it always, yeah, it. whenever my mom would go gardening, there was always at least one or two, <sighs> at two at the maximum, like mama spiders that had a full sack. I hate that word, but like a sack <laughs> of babies. <laughs> and mom would snatch them and they would come all flying out like, oh, hello, premature birth. Like, let's all, <laughs> let's all like everybody's partying, let's jump all over the place. Disgusting. Oh, man. And what are Disgusting. those other are there so many different names for them? What are they like orb weavers or whatever? Is that the name of them? Oh, or, some people um, call them garden spiders, some people call them banana spiders. I call them so, bananas. You know what Joey calls them? Hmm. Back to school spiders because they always show up when it's time to go back to school. Oh, really? Yes. Every single I hate, time. I hate those spiders. They back freak me school. out. I almost stuck Dang. my hand into a web that of that was like four of them, and they're fucking huge. They're like this big, and they are scary looking too. They got like that big yellow zigzag, and they are fast as hell. Oh yeah, and they're they got like the Coraline evil mom legs, like the pointy, oh <laughs> the really pointy legs. Maybe I do hate spiders. Are like, you sure that you're not scared of spiders? Maybe I am a little bit. I'm scared of the really big ones. Like the ones that look like yeah. they could like beat my ass with a stick. Yeah. You know? What I don't know why, but like like I said, it has like the evil Coraline mom legs. Some spiders <laughs> and they just have those like the evil Coraline mom legs. Yes, they're like pointy at the end. They're like long and skinny and evil. Look, they look like scythes, you know, like fucking grim reaper legs. Like <laughs> I don't know why he's doing this. this is oh my god! Yeah. Look, my mom's it. here. What the heck? Hello, Hi. mom. Hi, dad. I think dad's here too. I just sent my link in the group chat. Oh, oh, god! Oh, we were just talking about spiders. We were talking. We about were talking you. about the back to school spiders, mom. Mom thinks it's funny. Mom thinks it's hilarious that dad that Joey thinks that they're called back to school spiders. I mean that is, that is a funny name for it if that's when they come out. <laughs> oh i hate those things oh, oh and look river brought me a, a broken halloween spider ring she was, was like this nice is perfect she was like this is perfect for your episode <laughs> nice of her it is perfect for our episode <laughs> just in time all right let's see what is my next thing i'm kind of like a little jittery now after talking about the spiders <laughs> all right Okay. My next one, I have two. They're kind of like they go hand in hand. So I've got aculophobia, which is the fear of the dark. And it's specific mm -hmm. to the environment of darkness itself. Okay. And this fear in particular can be linked to a traumatic experience that happened in the dark and is most common among children. Many times, however, like other phobias, there's no specific experience the person can identify. Like all other phobias, there does not have to be a traumatic event to cause the irrational fear. But then there's something called nyctophobia, which is severe fear of the dark triggered by the brain's perception of what could or would happen when in a dark environment. Mm-hmm. 
So this means like the possible uh, or imagined dangers that could be lurking in the darkness, not like, just the dark. You're not afraid of the dark. You're afraid of what's in the dark. Within the dark. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Ooh, jinx. Mm. So this can be triggered if the brain is unsteady, like when you wake up in the middle of the night, or scared about recent ideas or event or events like watching horror content with witnessing vulgar actions or linking dark environments to your prior events or ideas that disturb the mind. So everybody's have have jeez, everybody has had that moment where they wake up at like three o'clock in the morning and it's pitch back black in their room and they look over at a chair in their room that's covered in laundry yes. and it looks like a demon. Yep. Everybody's that's still me at 25 years old. (laughs) Yes. Same. So that would be nyctophobia is like seeing something in the dark or um, something happening in the dark, but not the dark itself. So because humans are not nocturnal by nature, there is an instinctual human need to be more alert or cautious at night or in the dark because the dark is vastly different, is a vastly different environment. On the contrary, there's nyctophilia, which is where people find comfort and peace in the dark. And I've got two TikToks to show. I would love to see them. Oops, there goes my webcam. Time to there, turn on my Facebook. Damn, it lasted almost the entire time. It lasts exactly two hours. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Oh, of course. And of course, it's got the creepy music that we're going to mute. Dad said, I scared of dark too. <laughs> yeah, same. I scared of dark too. <clears throat> I like his. Oh, these pictures. The Lego creepy. Batman. <laughs> Oh, here we go. All right. I got him. Started over. Oh, sorry. My bad. No, that was my bad. My bad, homie. All right. Let's see. How do I get rid of this? Ugh. Mm. I hate it. I don't understand that picture. (laughs) It just looks like somebody's little brother. (laughs) But like these first couple of pictures kind of freak me out. Like, what is that? And this, oh, uh, eyes from the closet, big scary figure outside your window, somebody's little brother. <laughs> I don't understand that one. Oh, God. And then here's another example. And of course, it's got the spooky music in the background. Just pretend that you're hearing, yo, ho, boys, <laughs> the colors high. wow that helped me really get through that tiktok (laughs) that was great i swear every every scary video that i ever want to look up for this podcast it has like the (laughs) every one of them every single one of them every single time i could go my whole life without ever hearing that song again because i've heard it thousands of times since starting this podcast yeah i know i know heaven forbid you want to look up like a scary video because it's like in every or like the what was the other one uh it's like a like a girl singing i don't know anyway i know what you're talking about yeah it's in a different language i think yeah bro okay i think we're done 
This was a fun episode. I it had was a fun. great time. Me too. I Me knew too. it was going to be a good one. It was a good one. <laughs> yeah. Again, guys, you can check out our Two Ghouls podcast merch on two, number two, ghoulspodcast.com. It'll be a great way to support the podcast. We will always use your patronage to make sure that you get better episodes, better content, cooler guests, everything. Everything yeah. that we get for this podcast, we put right better quality. This Yes. This right here is this? just a small explanation of better quality. No Zoom. There you go, y'all. <laughs> exactly. It is a perfect example because, like, that's exactly what we use our money for. We got you guys a exactly. different streaming platform. Now we can highlight your comments. And Which you guys cool. are even more, like, you guys can be even more interactive with our with our um, content. I'm excited. It's great. This was a fun episode. Thanks for joining. Um, I'm going to the lesson found Where can people follow you, Sam? It's right there on the screen, silly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look down below. I'm going to point at it. You can see, hey, Ryan, Samantha Ray Seven. Follow us. Insta's up to date. Heavily, heavily, heavily um, recommend that you follow our Facebook page, though, because any type of updates that we get on a podcast, we're going to post it straight there first thing. Everything else is secondary. Facebook page is number one for sure. Um, Again, you can check out our podcast merch. La, la, la. Here's some fun ideas. Yeah, guys. But that's it for us. Thanks for joining. Bye. See you next week. Bye. See you.